0: Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and today our guest is Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle. Tim, welcome back to Community
1: Focus. Thank you so much. I appreciate the uh, offer to come back.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, it's been a uh, interesting winter so far, and Long. some folks are not happy about it. and Others are just digging it. And I'm talking about the snowmobilers; they love this, don't they?
1: You know, it, uh, this is I've heard so many times now from different people I've talked to that this is more like the winters that we had when I was a kid. Yes. Yeah, you know, We've
2: said that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and so there certainly is great snowmobiling out there. You uh, listeners may recall a couple of years back where WCCO TV selected Crow Wing County as having the best snowmobile trails in the state of Minnesota, and Crow Wing County was recently recognized for dedicated service to the snowmobiling community as well. Uh, The DNR Parks and Trails Division uh, was uh, awarded us a plaque for dedication and commitment to snowmobile trails and the enthusiasts. Mm. We were one of the first snowmobile trail sponsors when the DNR's grant and aid program started back in the 1970s. No kidding. Yeah, and so we have a long history with that. We adopted a comprehensive master plan for trails back in 2012. We worked closely with citizens, clubs, and the DNR, um, and, you know, we're trying to provide and to evaluate different trails and the environmental impact to the area so that we can do both things. We can have you know, recreation, which we know is important to our local economy, yes. while protecting the resources. Uh, in 2018, just to give you an idea, 5,632 snowmobiles were registered in Crow Wing County. Wow. Uh, so, you know, we certainly have the potential for lots of snowmobile traffic uh, this winter with our snowfall, and many local businesses and resorts rely on that tourism uh, and that type of recreation. So we're just glad to be part of that collaboration. Um, I I think we're probably safe in saying that you'll be able to snowmobile all the way through the 4th of July this year. <laughs> uh, or so it seems.
0: Yeah, it would seem that way with all the snow. Uh, you said collaboration, and isn't that the truth? I mean, you think about the clubs that help uh, actually supply some of the man hours for trail grooming. No and question. the And the uh, uh, state grant and aid program to fund some of those things. It's just, it's really neat. And the county doing their part, so...
1: You know, we we do our part, and I think the real unsung heroes here are those club members yeah. that take uh, time to maintain the trails that yeah. we have. Um, typically, that's going to be uh, an ATV or snowmobile trail. There's a lot of work, countless hours. They go out and groom the trails for us. Yeah, uh, And, you know, we have other kinds of recreational trails that Crow Wing County takes a more active role in, um, you know, certainly the hiking and biking and Walking trails. Sure. Um, But the unsung heroes for the snowmobiling community has got to be the folks that are uh, putting in so many volunteer hours to help make it better for the rest of us. And that is so cool. Thanks to them. Yeah.
0: And we all benefit, like you say, Mm because it just helps the area, especially you talk about tourism. Summer kind of takes care of itself. Boy, when you got a winter like this. This just brings people to the Lakes area because they know we have this great trail system.
1: Yes, absolutely. And so, you know, come early, come often is our motto. Right.
0: All right. Well, uh, many folks are dealing with uh, taxes this time of the year and trying to beat a deadline. But for the county, you have a little deadline, too, to get some information out, don't you?
1: Yeah, we do have to mail out the tax statements and the valuation notices, which will be mailed out at the end of March. Uh, Each spring, uh, Crow Wing County mails out your property tax bill. So the tax man cometh. Three factors that affect you, the, your particular tax bill the amount that your local governments decide to spend to provide services to your community, the estimated market value of your property, and the classification of your property, how it's used. If I was going to try to oversimplify this, what I would say is that the size of the tax pie is decided by local governments and their spending decisions. Mm-hmm. They decide how much the local levy is. And so the size of that pie is decided by local spending. How that pie gets divided up among all of us is where the market value of your property as well as the classification of the property comes in. We all know, I think, intuitively that commercial property is taxed at a higher rate than Mm -hmm. residential property. So that affects how large a slice of the pie they get. But then also the market value of property um, relative to your neighbors. And so our goal with market values isn't to be a leader in determining market values, uh, you know, on the cutting edge of where the market value of properties is. We tend to lag. And so you're also getting a valuation notice with your tax statement. The tax statement is for the taxes that are payable in 2019, and that's based on the 2019 budget decisions for local units of government. Your valuation notice is what's going to be used next January Mm -hmm. to calculate the 2020 taxes that are due and payable. Mm -hmm. And we send that out at this time of year because there is a process for people to appeal Uh, the decision whether they can go they can go to their local township their local city county or city council Mm -hmm. if they don't like the decision there they can appeal it to the county board there's many avenues for appeal of those valuation notices but we're going to use the year 2019 for that process to work its way out so that by the time we get to next january those values are finalized then that's used to divide the tax pie for 2020 now if you think about it those values were set Quite a while ago, Mm -hmm. so we tend to lag the market, which is great when the market is moving up, and it's not great when the market is moving down. Mm -hmm. Right. So those two things are coming out. So when you get your statement, I hope that uh, folks will take a look at it, see if your estimated market value of your property is what you think it is worth. We're here to help you understand your statement, answer any questions that you have. So you can call our land services department; they'll help guide you through your statement. That number is 82410108241010.
2: All right. Very good. Saw a press release from uh, one of your departments talking about the radon testing and this is the time of year we kind of have to really we really need to be thinking about that.
1: Absolutely. When we open our houses in the the spring if it ever comes uh, (laughs) when we open the windows and whatnot we're allowing whatever gases are inside the house to escape and so Mm -hmm. radon is a greater concern during this time of year when our houses are all closed up and any of the gases, radon is a colorless, odorless gas that occurs naturally in the soil and it can enter homes through the cracks and the opening in the floors and Mm -hmm. in the walls that are below grade. And so that radon can build up, and it can cause a significant health risk. And fortunately, the risk is preventable. About two in five homes have radon levels that could cause a significant health risk. We have free radon test kits that are available in our land services building at 322 Laurel Street. That's behind the historic courthouse one kit per household. Testing is easy, takes about three days to get your results. And if you have questions about it, you can certainly talk uh, to our land services department at the same number I gave before, 824-1010. Uh, so we're encouraging residents to find out whether or not they mm-hmm. have that health risk in their own home. Oftentimes we have uh, bedrooms in basements. Uh, yeah, and sure. so It's kind of a big deal. And Uh, Certainly, mitigation of that radon is not necessarily as big a deal as what folks might think. It may be just trying to vent um, an easier path for the radon gas out of the house. So, you know, I've seen some where they um, put a hole in the concrete floor, um, sort of kind of a PVC pipe Mm -hmm. with a fan on it that that sucks that air out from the basement and throws it outside. Wow. Interesting. Sucks the air out from below the basement. There you go. Interesting. Yeah throws it outside. So mitigation is not that particularly hard. um, But free free radon test kit available to residents.
0: Hey, it's free and you get the peace of mind of knowing whether it's there or not. And then you can address the issue if there is
1: one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, I'm always impressed by crowing Energized. This uh, group has really taken on a lot of great issues uh, around our county for all age groups. And they've got another conference coming up, don't they?
1: Yeah, we talked about some of the great work they're doing the last time I was here, but they also have now an advanced care planning conference that's coming up on April 5th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. It is going to be free, but you are asked to register and lunch is included, too. Uh, The event is going to be held at the Lutheran Church of the Cross in Nisswa. What is advanced care planning it's It's a way to get information to complete and to file your own health care directive, and so that when you are incapable of giving the doctor directions about how you would like specific health situations handled, they will look to this advanced care directive so that they will honor your wishes right It allows you to to express your wishes when you're not able to express your wishes right uh, and so that planning session is important for all of us as we age to try to make sure that we can still have some influence mm-hmm. over the health care decisions. You know, uh, sometimes I make my wife angry and I don't know if it would be a good idea that she makes the health care decisions <laughs> for me. Uh, so the Advanced Care Planning Conference, that's coming up on April 5th uh, at the Lutheran Church of the Cross in Nisswa from 9 a.m. to 1. You can register online at org, or call 824 824- one, two, one, eight.
2: And again, that's free. Free. Yeah. Sweet.
0: And it's one of those things. Uh, my wife and I just did this. But, boy, as you get older, you really need to do it for your family's sake. Yeah. really who's most important in you're this equation. absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. If you my, have kids, make sure do you do it. this.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, I, my, I helped my parents do theirs. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they were put into motion. And at the time that you're trying to make a decision about what your parents would want or not want – I can tell you, as the child in that situation it uh, it relieved a significant burden oh, yeah. that otherwise yes. would be placed squarely on your shoulders right mm-hmm. and and so, if not for yourself, do it for your kids Absolutely. well said all
0: right um, the uh, Central Lakes college has a big event. we were just talking to them earlier this week, but they uh, They are uh, allowing kids to explore careers, are they not?
1: Absolutely, and Crow Wing County tries to be an employer of choice in our community, so we have a lot of high-quality jobs that we offer. So we're very supportive of the Bridges Career Exploration Day. This is an annual career day where it brings more than 250 volunteers from local businesses, organizations, career and technical programs to showcase different high-demand careers in our community. And so for the 12th year... Members of the Crow Wing County Jail staff will participate to educate students about careers in corrections. Jail staff will show students some of the jail's less-than-lethal weapons, answer (laughs) questions from students about being a correctional officer, um, and... You know, we also have members of the bomb squad, dispatch, and the recruitment team. It's really just a great opportunity for the sheriff's office staff to network with community members and showcase the kinds of careers that we can offer to folks in the local community. Mm -hmm. I I think sometimes it's when you're, you know, younger and in high school and you think, oh, there's nothing to do around here. (laughs) Uh, The reality is we're offering some very competitive jobs that we think – can provide a great career for people. Um, And a correctional officer, you know, I just saw a video earlier today that, um, you know, some of the skills that we're going to be looking for are those interpersonal skills that people could acquire. They might acquire those in the military. They might acquire those interpersonal skills um, in law enforcement. They might also have acquired those skills by being a bartender Mm -hmm. or a hairdresser. You know, that ability to talk to people in a way that is not threatening and that de-escalates situations it is always better to win without the fight we certainly have the resources necessary in a jail setting Um, but our goal is to avoid that yes Uh, and keep the peace if you will our our goal or our job in the jail isn't to be judge and jury Mm -hmm. it it is simply to execute the sentence that the court has given someone sure it's an adult timeout yeah yeah
0: all right. Well, it's cool because there's a lot of great jobs in the county, and you will be there at that career fair for those students to kind of check things out.
1: Yeah, and they're expecting about 2,200 students from 22 schools, and so it's Diggity a dog. huge <laughs> event every yeah. year. Um, it's a, it's great that Central Lakes College partners, I believe, with the Chamber of Commerce right. to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bridges is uh, kind of under that umbrella. Uh, you mentioned law enforcement a little bit ago, and we need to tip our hat to those folks because I know they're the main sponsor for the Polar Plunge every year, and mm-hmm. they all come together. And what a day it was!
1: God bless them
2: this past Saturday, <laughs> man. They were they braved the elements. They did.
1: Sheriff Goddard uh, tried to persuade me to engage in the Polar Plunge, but uh, you too. I, I I you know God bless them because mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I can't bring myself to do it. And but there were a lot of folks that decided to do that on Friday. There was. Over 200 plungers from area schools that raised more than 20,000. That's awesome. And on Saturday, 300 polar plungers jumped into the freezing lake and raised 100,000. It was so cold. And I wonder if the water actually wasn't warmer than the air. On it that was. Particular they day.
0: say it is. Like a yeah.
2: few people um, wanted to just lay there in the, in the water. I, yeah, and it's, <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. so. I've <laughs> done it three times. Yeah. And you want out. And yeah, you yeah, want out. You want out. But, yeah, the uh, county, the sheriff's office was well represented. Lots, lots of area law enforcement. It was great.
1: And, they, you know, they always are. And so the law enforcement community beyond Crowing County, but also Crow Wing County, comes out to support the event. Um, it is obviously for a very good cause, the Special Olympics Uh, athletes in Minnesota. Um, So the volunteers from the Sheriff's Office, not only did they do some of the plunging, but they also did some site prep, cutting the hole and activities during the event. So just a shout out to everyone that participated and volunteered in the event. God bless you.
0: Yeah. I think the most important guys is the Crow Wing County Dive Team who sit in the water. And help those people find the ladder.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just sit there in that water the whole time in those suits. So. <laughs> it's amazing.
1: I, I I can't imagine any suit being sufficient to keep I'm you warm you. in I'm that water. I, I can't conceive of it.
2: <laughs> nope. And, they're, and they take it in the field. You know, the splashing in their face—that's so not protected. They're, All day. Yeah. yeah. But they do a great job, and there's no complaint, and they just do their thing. And if They're you great. ever
1: get a chance to see the videos or the pictures, those mm-hmm. are always pretty classic. Oh uh, well, yeah, so. yeah. It's a the great Sheriff event. and his
2: wife went in hand in hand. Then they went; it was pretty cute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and if uh, those that haven't plunged ever want to do it, it's well worth it. It should be on your bucket list.
2: Not mine. I don't know about you. I've Got two tip. people in the room uh, shaking uh, their head i am just finally have one on my side. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Ken. Well, um, sure, Ken.
0: Tim, we appreciate you being here to talk about all these things going on in the county. And I know for a lot of what we talked about, we can access information on your website about
1: this. Absolutely. Crowing.us, simple website address, and you can find just a ton of resources. gets lots of answers to questions, whether it's planning and zoning um, or some of the things that we talked about today. It's an encyclopedia of information that Crowing County contains. So Crowing.us, simple to remember.
0: Very good. Easy. Tim, thank you so much for being here today.
2: Thanks for having me. Thanks, Tim.
0: Tim Houle is our Crow Wing County Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, Community Focus is available anytime simply by going to our website at 1067wjjy.com.